0: Right now, let's chat to the man who dominates down in Hobart. Brent Costello's with us now from Win TV in Hobart. Plenty of sporting news for him to report on and hopefully some good news getting ever closer regarding their quest for an AFL team of their own and a 19th AFL licence. Hello to you, Brent.
1: G'day, guys. Um, before we move on, there's a Tasmanian that's played for both Geelong and Sydney as well. Have you got
0: that one yet? Uh, well, I know who it is. I've got the list in front of me, but I'm not sure if the listeners have, but that'd be, um, I'll give it away, it's Jackson Thurlow.
2: Correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Thurlow. Yes. No wonder I didn't get it.
0: No. Well, you didn't know it, but uh, Brent knew it, and I knew yeah. it. But, yeah, but uh, you're, you're, well, you're both sports nuffies.
2: Didn't well, you yeah,
0: that's it? a nice way of putting it. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure I'm sure, yeah, a, clearly, a learned listener would have got that at some point, Brent, but we've just ticked it off for them this morning. Now, I want to talk about your grand final down there in the TSL before we talk about some of the big topics, because that weather... It's fair to say torrential probably doesn't even cut it. The weather played sportsport sport for the game.
1: Yeah, it was interesting and and well done to Jackson Thurlow who played in Launceston's premiership team on the weekend. So nice little synergy there, Jacob off the top. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a shocking game. It was really was. Awesome. And New Stadium, you know, it's renowned for being the, uh, the greatest surface, one of the greatest surfaces in the country, and it had more water on it than uh, I've ever ever seen in my life. And uh, it was a real slip and slide contest and. Uh, yeah, obviously, Launceston um, dominated to get the win, as I sort of predicted, all the way through the year. It was going to be tough for anyone to beat them to the Premiership, and that's exactly what happened. Um, so a comfortable win, uh, fully deserved uh, by them. They've been the best team of all year, and um, only minutes after the final spot, was speaking to Mitch Thorpe, their coach, they're already talking about four in a row. That was nope. their, their 3 peak they got on the weekend, they already want four in a row, so... Um, they're probably if they, if they keep that list together, which is unbelievable. Uh, there's no doubt they can do it again, and uh, yeah, if they put their mind to it, I'm sure they will. Uh, a bit of fallout from the game, though. We're waiting on the uh, the match review officer to put forward his uh, his findings. But uh, very, very fiery contest uh, throughout the day. So there'll be a bit to play out there when it's released once they've gone through all the vision.
0: All right, yeah, bit to uh, bit to come out of uh, that particular incident in the grand final. Never like to see a game overshadowed by an incident involving a couple of players. Uh, what's the latest, Brenda? It's been a busy few days, and the state government is um, is obviously trying to put pressure on the AFL to reach a decision on an AFL team there in Tasmania. Uh, what's the latest?
1: Yeah, well, the government increased its offer, Jacob. Um, so we've, we've known it's been $10 million uh, every year for the first 10 years. That's been increased to $12 million over the first 12 years now. And they've also put another $10 million into the High Performance Centre. So that's up from fifty to $60 million. The AFL in $10 million to that as well. So $70 million High Performance Centre and then $12 million over 12 years each year. And, uh, of course, the stadium on top of that, which is $375 million. So the government's throwing over, in over half a billion dollars, uh, basically, of taxpayers' money. But, of course, the benefits come with that as well. So that's where we stand at the moment. We had the meeting with the presidents uh, in Melbourne back on Monday. Um, it sounds like it was a pretty positive meeting. They've gone away now with some information they'll take back to their respective boards and, and uh, reconvene in probably a couple of weeks' time, hopefully, where we'll have a decision on a team.
2: And the where the stadium's going to be, we, we keep getting different stories with that. Has that been finalised yet?
1: Yeah, it has, Wayne. So Mac Point is locked in, which uh, we forecast uh, as well. Uh, they had about six sites they were looking at, but to me, I think Mac Point was always the one. Um, is that know, just uh, down the
2: bottom of the bridge that goes over to uh, Bell Reef?
1: Yeah, so just off the Tasman Bridge on the yeah. on the western Shore, about the same side of the river as the mountains. On um, it's basically just yeah, as you come off the Tasman Bridge to the left, and it's probably only a ten minute walk from Salamanca, ten minutes into the CBD. It's a really good spot. And uh, it'll open up our city like it has yours. Um, it's gonna be magnificent.
0: Excellent. So Excellent. five well, yeah, it's a lot of money, isn't it? Stadium three hundred and seventy five million and it would be state of the art and it would certainly bring a lot of people down there, I think, to to check out the stadium and hope the new AFL team to go with that. Uh, David Boone.
1: Sorry, Jake, when I say $375 million, so that's half of it. So the government's mm. willing to put that much in. So it's a $750 million build. So that's the sticking point at the moment, too. Where's the rest of that money going to come from? Obviously, it'll have to be the federal government and some private investors. But as Gil McGoffin said on Monday, they yet to speak to the feds about uh, any potential potential money. Um, I think they're going to have to get onto that pretty quickly, though, because it sounds like they want to have the li- uh, the stadium all ticked off for the license granted so it's an interesting
0: time ahead it is i think elbow's back from the uk today so maybe they can start yeah. asking the hard questions of our new prime minister uh, david boone now he's, a, he's a, he, he would probably be in another life the uh, the of the prime minister certainly one of tasmania's <laughs> greatest ever uh, as a as a cricketer he's been a match referee of more recent times but he's actually been confirmed as the new chairman of cricket tasmania what does that mean for his match referee duties brent
1: that means uh, he can keep continuing to do it at this stage, which is which is good news. He said there's no conflict there. He's obviously checked all that out before taking on the, the Cricket Tasmanian Championship. So uh, great to have him involved. He's been the, the deputy chair for a while now, been on the board since 2014, Booney. So uh, good to catch up with him yesterday. He's really excited about the role. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to to juggling both. It's obviously uh, uh, been a bit easier for him in, in recent times with the, the ICC stuff because there hasn't been that overseas travel through COVID, etc. cetera. But... Uh, yeah, it's, I think he said it's going to sort of turn back to that within the next six months potentially, where they're not doing as many Australia games anymore, etc. So we'll wait and see how he goes with it. But he's uh, certainly uh,
2: energised and ready to take on the the top job. Plenty of Zoom meetings from overseas, by the sound of it. So, hey, Maybe the the, um, the women's World Cup. It, Tassie's going to be uh, have a base camp there. If they decided where they're going to have that, or is that is that being confirmed that the the girls will be based there?
1: Yeah, we missed out on, on matches, unfortunately, but so uh, attention quickly turned to, to having some of these base camps for, for overseas teams. So uh, a shortlist was put out yesterday. Three Tasmanian venues were on that. Kingborough, it's Slotwood Park, which is down in the south of the state, and two places in Monceston, Churchill Park and Birch Avenue. So um, I think we're three of 35 venues across the country, and there'll obviously be the 32 teams you think uh, competing. So um, I would have thought we'd fill all three of those, but uh, I think they've... Got till November to decide these these nations where they'd like to be based, but uh, a lot to offer for Tassie, I reckon. With uh, you know, uh, not much traffic around, etc. They can come and go as they please a little bit and uh, and sort of hide away if you like yeah, from the, the big swing.
2: I, I noticed football Tassie uh, weren't happy. Well, I suppose they'd be happy with a new stadium down there, but they reckon that that's no good to them because it's too big.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, they they're pretty fixated on, um, and, and so they should be, a rectangular stadium. We, we don't have a decent one here. We never have no. uh, in Asmania. Tasmania. Uh, they want an A-League team and, and 23,000, let's be honest, it's, it's going to be way too big for for an A-League team to play. Uh, they won't get that sort of crowd, so that, that would bring less atmosphere there'd be an oval pitch. And we know soccer's way more suited to a rectangular pitch as well. But They're talking about retractable seats at the new stadium and um, yeah, I spoke to Matt Bulkley from FFT yes all Football Tasmania yesterday, and he's he's adamant that uh, they're still pushing for that rectangular stadium. But I just think it's going to be a little bit beyond their reach now with uh, all this money going into uh, the AFL and the cricket in the stadium at Mack Point. It's going to be pretty difficult to find more money to build another stadium, I would
2: have thought. Uh, we just spoke to Wes Cuss with our Geelong correspondent, and uh, he, the, the, the fight, they've got to try and get tickets and the difficulty of it, and he had to get it through the MCC. How have you gone? Are you, you going across to the grand final, or is that you going through work, or how have None. you got there?
1: Well, yeah, I got my ticket. Uh, I'm like fortunate enough to be an AFL gold member, so hmm. uh, it's not usually too difficult for me to get one, which is, which is handy. But, uh, yeah, going, going for a bit of work and a bit of pleasure. We're doing our radio show from the G on Saturday morning, but uh, yeah, mostly pleasure way. I'm looking forward to a little mini break, actually. It's been very busy the last couple of weeks, so uh, before it gets busy again, uh, looking forward to it. Who are you picking? Uh, Geelong for me, I think. yeah, I, I think they've been the best team all year, and uh, everything seems to be falling in place for them, doesn't it, um, to, to get it done. And, uh, yeah, Geelong, I think. is yes. probably by. pretty tight, maybe 20-odd points, I reckon.
0: A bit of a strut around the office when you secure a grand final ticket. Brent, is there a bit of envy of your situation around the office there?
1: <laughs> uh, it can be at times. I remember uh, having a real stressful moment a couple of years ago. I think it was when Richmond got in the grand final. So, obviously, those tickets were a bit harder to get. And, uh I do remember carrying on a little bit when, I, when it came through that I, I'd managed to stab a one. So, yeah, probably isn't the greatest
0: look somehow. Oh, you, you were over here last year for the grand final and now you're, you're back at the G for a, another decider. So, uh, looking forward to, uh, to seeing how it falls on Saturday. Brent, enjoy the experience at the G and uh, plenty happening in your neck of the woods. Thanks for your time as always. On well, you, boys. Have a good week. You too. Brent Costello joining us uh, for Win TV in Hobart.